0: This is Folklife Field Notes, a collaboration between WMRA and Virginia Humanities, celebrating the people making art in the Commonwealth through sound recorded by the Virginia Folklife Program. I'm Chris Boros from WMRA, joined by Pat Jarrett from Folklife.
1: Folklife is the arts of everyday life. It's Everything from self-expression, of course, you know, like paintings and drawings, but it's music, it's social music, it's occupational culture, artwork coming from the people. It's been classically portrayed as, you know, mountain craft or southern craft or rural. Everything from banjo making to basket weaving to fiddle music. But in Virginia, it's included that. We have a rich tradition in Appalachia of mountain music and instrument making in southwest Virginia particularly. But also, you know, here in Harrisonburg, you think about all the uh, new Virginians who are here, the new immigrants and the traditions that they bring with them. You know, we, we had uh, an Iraqi baklava maker from here, sandu's Musa. She's just incredible. She's a master artist in our apprenticeship program. Waterman culture on the eastern shore, we have boat building. It's country ham making, you know, on the south side of Virginia. It's it's all of these things, and it's always changing because time keeps on moving on.
0: So it isn't just the traditions in Virginia, it's also what people bring to Virginia.
1: What people bring to Virginia makes Virginia, isn't it? Otherwise, it'd be indigenous land.
0: What is it like for you to travel around Virginia and to get all this audio and, and to celebrate these people's lives and their art?
1: It's humbling. I always say when I go out, I have to raise the quality of my work to meet the quality of these artists. And it is tough. A lot of these people dedicate their lives to perfecting their craft. And so for me to show up and make a subpar recording, that's my biggest fear. It's humbling to be in the presence of this great, these great artists and then to be on a first-name basis with them. You know, I, I was just out spending some time with Sammy Sheeler. And Sammy Sheeler is a world-class banjo player. He's the lead band leader of the Lonesome River Band. But beyond that, his family lineage goes back to the big bang of country music in Bristol. The Sheelers were recorded the same time the Carters were. So I'm talking with this man who comes from a line of people that changed the world musically. And I'm hanging out in the kitchen with him eating biscuits. You know, like, what have I ever done? To get here
0: and in the series we're going to be exploring you traveling throughout Virginia we're going to be listening to audio and stories that you have recorded is there one specific moment so far in your career folk life when you've gone out that means a lot to you or that you'll never forget? Besides this interview, right?
1: Now? <laughs> <laughs> this this interview right now. This is it. You know, Chris, I don't know if there is one experience. I've certainly been moved to tears many times, whether it's listening to the, the legendary Ingramettes sing Beulah Land in Richmond at their church. Beulah Land. or it's being on top of a mountain with Clyde Jenkins up here in Stanley. One of the main projects of the Virginia Folklife Program is the Virginia Folklife Apprenticeship Program that has been going on for about 20 years. What that is is we pair a master artist in the Commonwealth with an apprentice. For a nine-month term, this apprentice and the master artist work together on a project or a skill or a specific way intimately. It's a one-on-one for nine months. And we give uh, stipends to these artists so that they can cover their costs, they can travel, they can do what they need to do. And some are pretty grand. In this year's class, I'm going out and visiting with Horace and Hannah Scruggs. They have a waterways apprenticeship where they're exploring the rivers of central Virginia and how it relates to their enslaved family history. And so they're getting out on the water learning to read the river, and they're also diving into family history. Teaming these apprentices
0: and masters together, it's also creating new master artists.
1: Many of these artists worry about the fate of the craft. Just the act of teaching someone these finer details, it breathes life into the tradition and it continues. And they've expressed that to us on, on many fronts.
0: Well, when you're like the best at something, you want other people to discover it, you want to teach other people about it, and that just makes you a better artist.
1: I think so. I've heard it in some of these interviews that teaching it gives them a different perspective on it. It's a really wonderful thing.
0: We are tickled to death to be back here in Floyd and to see the live faces. Yay!
1: (laughs) What are we here for other than to make something beautiful? I know that's what I strive to do with the documentation that I do. And so to document those who are wanting to do that in their lives, it's the best.
0: Well, Pat, I'm really looking forward to sharing your stories and the audio that you've recorded with Folklife, to the listeners of WMRA through the series that we're working on. It's going to be awesome. Pat Jarrett from the Virginia Folklife Program, so looking forward to this series with you.
1: Chris, it's my pleasure, and thank you so much for taking an interest.